Listener Production. Car Sales acknowledges the traditional owners of the land we have recorded this podcast on, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples. I'm a car for a few years, a couple hundred thousand Ks and just don't really think about taking it for a service. Never have. It just keeps going. Car servicing is something most of us do when it's rego time, but is that the right approach if we want longevity in our car? Hi, I'm Erin Mullen and welcome to Everything You Auto Know, an educational series about everything you ought to know about cars. Theo Cosmatatis, Executive Director and Co-Founder of Redbook Inspect, joins us to answer all of those burning questions around car servicing most of us would rather ignore. Theo, great to chat with you. I want to talk about car servicing and why it is so important to make sure you service your car. There are reasons manufacturers provide guidelines for servicing your vehicles and there's a lot of reasons which are extending the life of your engine, uh, reducing fuel consumption, which is very important in today's uh, environment with high petrol costs. It increases the safety of the vehicle as well and prevents wear and tear of components inside your engine and externally on your suspension and it improves the resale value of your vehicle as well. Well, they all sound like very good reasons, particularly fuel. My Lord, that price is ridiculous at the moment. So can you tell me, because when I think about me taking my car to get serviced, what do you actually do to my car, Theo? Let's get honest here. Depending what sort of service you're having, it's usually changing your engine oil and filter Mm. on your particular vehicle or make and model. Uh, It's changing the air filters and the fuel filters and it's inspecting the brakes, the fluids, the belts, hoses, any leaks or any potential minor leaks which could potentially be quite costly to repair if they're not repaired at the time of servicing. And it's testing the battery as well to make sure that you're not breaking down that time that you need to get somewhere quickly. Yeah, that's always something very, very important to do. I, I, one of my first, or it was either my first or second car, used to break down all the time and the tow truck driver just knew me by name at that stage. I think I was 19 or 20 and it it was a relationship I did not want to foster but unfortunately had to, so I should have serviced my car more. What about electric vehicles? Is it a different process and do they cost more? Does it take more time to service? Electric vehicles are very different. There's no mechanical components that need to be serviced, but they do need servicing because they still have brakes, tyres that need to be rotated to extend your tyre life. Um, suspension components which need to be checked and components may need to be replaced and also software upgrades for the electrical components in the particular electric vehicle that you may own. What about logbooks and whose responsibility is it? Do we still have physical logbooks because so much of course goes online now and is in apps and that kind of thing? How does it work? A lot of the new cars do have digital logbooks and they actually display on the instrument cluster of that particular vehicles when your servicing is due and what sort of service is due. Um, it is very important to service your car and maintain those logbooks as well because it will add resale value to your car when you do decide to upgrade or sell. 
How much should a service cost? And I know it will differ dependent on your car and, and the state of the car, et cetera, but just a general idea and, and how do we know that, look, every industry there are people who will take advantage of you, no more, no less in, in, in your industry, but how do we know if it's fair? With the different makes and models and so many different versions of motor vehicles, I always recommend get online and do a bit of research, have a look what you should be paying for the particular make and model that you you own, um, and you'll gauge a a rough estimate of what you should be spending for a major or minor service, whichever service it is. Servicing on a European car can be anywhere from $500 to $1,000 for a basic service, and on a Japanese vehicle, you're looking at somewhere between $150 to about $500. Roadworthy checks before getting rego, etc. Are they redundant if you're a regular servicer of your car or not? Certain states are different. In New South Wales, for example, you're required to obtain a roadworthy uh, if your car's five years or older, and that's to be able to register and drive your vehicle on the road and that's annual, in states like Queensland, uh, Victoria, WA, you're not required to get a roadworthy every year, but you are required to get a roadworthy to transfer that vehicle interstate and put it into your name with their number plates, and then your servicing would be your annual roadworthy, even though it's not mandatory to have your car registered. And it varies from to the other states, but nearly in every state in Australia you will need to get a roadworthy to be able to drive that vehicle in that particular state. I reckon even you, Theo, would have at some stage in your life ignored a beeping sound in your car. I have. I knew it. Now tell me, what are the consequences if you do that too often and for too long? Costly repairs. Yes. Depending what is beeping and which light comes up on a dash, and I'll give you an example, if a headlight goes out you know that you can change it tomorrow or the next day and it will have a symbol that comes up on your dash cluster. I'd always recommend if a light comes up on your dash and you don't know what it is, open your logbooks and you'll find out exactly what that light means and what you need to do. If it's something serious, then seek mechanical advice or drop it off at a dealership or a mechanic. Should we be YouTubing or Googling how to fix and service our cars ourselves? Um, Well, it's a difficult one. Changing a light globe once again, if you make a mistake, you can always head back over to your motor mechanic and get him to replace that globe. But when it comes to things like brakes or changing engine oil, I think it's best to stick with a mechanic. What is the difference between a mechanic, say, and a panel beater? Okay, a mechanic will look at the mechanical components, which are the engine components, suspension components and brakes of your vehicle. A panel beater rectifies body repairs, damage, accident repairs or paint repairs, polishing, scratches, hail damage. Mm. Is a warranty void if you're not servicing your car regularly? Because that's a big thing for a lot of people, isn't it? That's half the reason a lot of people buy a car is because it's got a good warranty. Correct. And yes, your warranty is void. The manufacturer's guidelines for servicing are stipulated in the logbooks. And these are basically there to ensure that your warranty remains valid if something goes wrong with that car inside that warranty period. And sometimes those repairs can be quite costly if 
you don't service your vehicle correctly and your warranty's void. Brilliant. Well said. Uh, what about capped price servicing? What is that? So capped price servicing is where an OEM manufacturer will guarantee the price of your service and that will be an oil and filter change, a basic service, but any additional extras will be charged. For example, a wiper blade, if it needs to be replaced, the light globe, or if the vehicle needs brakes replaced, they will be added to your cap price servicing. But the oil and filter, the initial service will be a capped guaranteed price. So to sum up, Theo, why do we need to get our cars regularly serviced? There's three principal things I look at, and one is fuel efficiency. Second would be longevity of that vehicle if you're planning on holding onto it for a long period of time, and safety. Safety would be the most important, I think. It might cost a few dollars now, but regular car servicing might save you thousands and thousands down the road. And that reminds me, I should probably book my car in now. We've spoken about what's inside the car, but what about the outside? The things that keep us glued to the roads? Yes, the tyres. John Tamblin, General Manager of Retail at Bridgestones, joins us to talk all things tyres. If you think about a car, all the things it needs to do, stop, go, turn around corners, the only thing that's enabling that is the piece of rubber that connects the car to the road. There's about one handprint worth of rubber at each corner tying that car to the road. That's next time. Bye for now. This podcast is a listener production hosted by me, Erin Molan, and made in partnership with Car Sales. Executive producer is Todd Stevens, producer is Kelsey Menzies, and audio by Kelly Fulston. Listener.